Badger is fucking stupid. The dumbest. Like, yo, Badger literally picked up on everything and then said, fuck everything I just said. Flower truck. Brown van. DJ Quarles out of fucking character, looking like he did on the new guy before he said, I I forgot. You know the thing that I forgot about DJ Quarles until I looked him up recently? I forgot he's a nigga that made the beat. Yeah. Yeah, he's a whoop that trick guy. He was the nigga who made the whoop that trick beat. I mean, in like few seconds. Like mm-hmm. he made the whole beat in like a few seconds, which is highly implausible. But he the nigga who made the whoop that trick beat. He is for if nothing else. If for no other reason, he's forever legendary just for that one moment. Yeah, this was bad I, casting. That's him as a police there officer. You go. Nah, that's too. That makes it seem too fucking easy. That's is a simple beat, though. It is a simple beat, but I need the part where like this, they literally. It's just that we want radio play, right? And, and man, you got a song called "Beat That Bitch." They might hear that and, and think that's the great. Yeah, but that's if you're calling a woman a bitch. This sounds like a tearing the club up song. Hey man, I ain't trying to call no hoe no bitch. Yeah, I mean, besides, most of the bitches <laughs> I know are guys. Look, man, y- y'all preaching to the choir, all right? If you were to say something different other than beat that bitch, what would you say? Huh? Shit. Stuff like, um, stomp that hoe. <laughs> Who gonna play that? Fuck, um, uh, <laughs> whoop that trick. No, 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 go, go, go back. What? No, no, no! Go back immediately. That's it. Like, like what? Like, a, like, like, like a chant, man! Whoop that trick! Whoop that trick! Get him! <laughs> whoop that trick! Get him! Whoop that trick! Get him! Whoop that trick! Get him! Whoop that trick! Oh shit! Get him! Whoop that trick! 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 Boom 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 boom. Michelle, find it, man. Find it. Speed it up. Speed it up. There you go. See, that's a In order to put this shit together that fast, you have to have all of this stuff preloaded. That shit is still fucking fantastic, though. It is. And that that scene in the movie, just in general, was, like, so fucking triumphant. Yeah. Um, But the crazy part about it is when 3-6 Mafia talk about how they had to train um, Maine to, to rap. They say he showed up to the studio the first day with a fucking acoustic guitar. It's like, oh, this ain't that type of party, dog. What are you doing? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And I love, I love the fact that they let this during their verses with Bone Thugs, they let this nigga come out and do his song, dog. That shit was that was a that was a great moments in rap history. He can still do it. You um selling i don't know what you're talking about okay that's cool think about you the dumbest i'm just saying you know if you were selling i could maybe do with the teeth you're kidding right dude i so smell bacon what what are you talking about Oh, gee, I don't know. Uh, How about over there, that brown van? That's yours, right? What brown van? Park's all inconspicuous. Now, I'm going to pause this, listeners, and I'm going to tell Scar and Brandon something that I'm also going to tell you, listeners, and I want you to go back and watch this scene again. The reason why I'm telling Scar and Brandon this is because I'm going to open up the screen so then they can see this while I'm telling them about it. But... When you initially watch this scene, the scene is being shot from across the street and people are their dogs or whatever. They're walking in front 
of this camera that is filming this. And you think this is just a regular old intro until the camera starts fucking shaking every couple seconds so unprofessionally that you realize that when he says, go beat up that guy, he's pointing to somebody standing outside of the second fucking truck that is recording them doing this drug deal. It's a cop van. Yeah, another one right over there. Watch the wobble. Duke City Flowers? Come on. Can't you at least be original? Dude, <laughs> I just want to get high. A flower van. Uh, you know what you should do? is a garbage truck. Seriously, and I don't mean to disrespect, but if you put a bunch of cops in the back of a garbage truck, there's no way I'm seriously thinking that there's cops in the back of a garbage truck. It's a freebie, yo. Just think about it. Think about it, boys. <laughs> All right. I'm hitting it. Whoa. You dudes give up that easy? I'm not Why didn't he just let him go? Then lift your shirt. Show me you're not wearing a wire. All right. You know what? Just to show you you're being an asshole. Ah, I'm blinded by white. <laughs> Douchebag. Oh, come on. I was joking. Come on. Don't walk away angry. Sit down. Come on. Stupid. I mean, what, what are you complaining about? You got abs, man. Kind of. Whatever, dude. I'm not even sure I want to buy anymore. I mean, I, I think you turned me off to the whole thing. Come on. Don't be like that. I just, I just need you to prove it, you know? Prove you're not a cop. How the hell am I supposed to do that? Why did Badger's tone change to, I'm- hey, I got it. Come on, girl, you gonna suck it or not? Like, he, his tone changed. That dude? Yeah. No way, he'd kick my ass. <laughs> True that. Ah, so hard. I know. It's simple. Uh, if you ask a cop if he's a cop, he's like obligated to tell you. It's in the Constitution. Why do people still believe this? Why is Badger dumb enough to really believe it's in the Constitution? Right. Constitution of America? Huh. So, so go ahead and ask. You a cop? No, no. Not like that. Ask it like official. Are you a police officer? No, I am not a police officer. Okay then, 175 for a team. Whoa. <laughs> this is the price, yo. All right. There you go. Enjoy. Thanks, man. Albuquerque police, you're under arrest. Get on the ground. Get on your stomach now. On your stomach. Get on the and the brown van with the free delivery flower trucks and the other brown van pull up. Also, you notice that they, um, the camera changes because like I said, that was one of the two vans recording everything. The camera changed to a farther out shot, which is why you hear the music in the background. You see the people passing in front of the, the camera over and over again. The camera's always shaking. This may be one of the most brilliant uses of camera I've seen in a show in a really long time. Like, mm -hmm. To think, okay, this is how we're going to do this. This is how we'll do this is literally awe-inspiring to me. Bravo. As my, as my man Pimp would say, this is excellent cinematography. <laughs> Welcome to Blood, Meth, and Tears. That's Brandon. That's Scar. I'm Derek.
Brandon, how you doing? Uh, I'm sad. My Orioles are getting their ass whipped. Other than that, I'm good. Wait. Right, you are from Baltimore. Never mind. Okay. About baseball? Like, really? You know, people in in Baltimore really fucking care about baseball. Like, black people. It makes no fucking sense to me. True. All black people over a certain age. Nigga, I'm older than you, and I don't give a fuck about baseball. Yeah, you live in Sacramento. I lived in Seattle. The Mariners had Ichiro, Alex Rodriguez, Ken Griffey Jr., Jay Buhner, Randy Johnson. So you cared about baseball. Edgar Martinez. Edgar Martinez. Hold on, I'm still going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Alex Cora. Alex Cora. Jose Guillen. Fucking Yankees. Yes, so, that's when the Mar- Mariners were lorded. Yeah. Yeah. They should have never. Oh, God, they could have won the World Series that year. I think that was the last time I watched baseball. <laughs> After watching them get the most games in MLB history and lost in the first round. Mm-hmm. I, I would play a video game, but I would not watch it. Just like the there's Supersonics. Game, there's a video game called Super Mega Baseball 4. It's like the best mix between an arcade game and a simulation game I've ever played. Triple play baseball. Triple play 95. You, But you can't play with the actual players. What you do is you create, you go to create a player, and you start putting in fancy people's names like Babe Ruth. That's, that game's that game's on um, Game Pass, ain't it? Yeah. Super Mega Baseball. Yeah, that's where Mega Baseball is. Super Mega Baseball is so much fun. It's an EA game. Ah, uh, that's why. No, it's not an EA. Well, it is technically. It's, it was made by another EA company. Published, EA published it, game. Yeah, EA bought the company that makes the game because it was so popular. Super Mega Baseball 4, at least, is what I've been playing. Word. But yeah, baseball, man. My Orioles are finally good again. Now Last time they were good. good. Last time they were good was when Brady Anderson played, wasn't it? And that nigga yeah, was on HGH. That 97 team was lit. That whole team was fucking fire. They whole team was fucking pumping steroids. So? <laughs> you know what I realized? That's a leadoff man. You know what I realized? Niggas don't give a fuck about steroids. Old white people care about steroids so much. Yep. But niggas is like, if you don't put Barry Bonds into the Hall of Fame. He can't, he can't go now. He can't. He ran out of eligibility, but it's fucked right. up because this shit was tainted by him having steroid head. But I, I wonder. I wonder if any of those guys are going to get in. No, no. no. Roger Clemens didn't get in. He was unbelievable. <laughs> One of the five best pitchers in the history of baseball is not in. But here's A-Rod's the kill shot: not getting in. Sammy Sosa's not in. Mark McGuire's not in. A Rod is never getting in ever. Uh, What's the nigga's name from from the people, Texas people, Rangers? People really don't like A Rod. Rafael Palmeroy. Rafael Palmero. That's and, what Jim Rome used to call him. Rafael Palmeroy. So <laughs> here's the thing about Barry Bonds, though. Yeah, for some of them motherfuckers, yeah, Mark McGuire definitely. Steroids changed this whole world. Sammy Sosa, you look at his numbers, steroids changed his whole fucking life. Because before that, he was a skinny-ass leadoff hitter. But Barry, Barry Bonds, Bonds before already... steroids, was already in the 50-50 club, my nigga. <laughs> right. He was in the 30-30. Those... Hmm? Roger Clemens won three Cy Youngs before he took a steroid. That's, that's what I'm saying. These two, like everybody else, you could say steroids helped him out. No, A-Rod, too. It, A-Rod yeah. was the MVP before he took a steroid multiple it, times. A Rod got A Rod changed the entire game of baseball with that two hundred ninety-two million dollar contract that he signed with the Rangers when he left the Mariners. That was before steroids, and so you're saying these three people shouldn't go to the Hall of Fame because their last years they did steroids. Barry Bonds was hitting like Tony Gwynn numbers before steroids, and was a Gold Glove winner like repeatedly. Before steroids and steroids ain't going to help your bat speed to get to the percentage. He was still hitting even after he started doing steroids. That nigga knew where what a pitcher was going to do before they even did it. 
he told his teammates, this dude's going to throw a doo-doo little fastball. I'm going to let it go past me. Then he's going to throw a change up to the corner. I'm going to let that go past me too. Then he's going to throw a meatball right over the middle, and I'm going to take it deep to left. And he'd do it. His teammates used to get mad at him because he wouldn't tell anybody his secrets. Because his thought was, if I tell you the secret and you go to another team, now you could tell the other team these secrets. And then you're no longer valuable to me. I say all that to say Barry Bonds is the best player in uh, baseball history, and it's not even close, and they should let my nigga in. Scar back there coughing with the mic off. He sounds just like fucking Walt White did in uh, this entire fucking episode, which is how Saul ended up recognizing him. But anyway, Badger gets arrested. We immediately see an ad for uh, Saul Goodman. Saul Goodman, Saul Goodman uh, on Jesse's TV and the camera pans to the bare floor where Jesse and Jane have just had sex on a hardwood floor. She got hardwood. I'm floored. She tells him that she's a recovering addict because he's like, do you mind if I smoke up in here? And she's like, you tried it. You tried it. Why are you breaking to break me down, man? You tried it. I'm just saying you tried it. Why you why you why you do that to me, man? I try so hard to walk past it. You tried so hard. I tried. <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me of baseball. I forgot to do my immaculate grid today. Your what? You don't know about the immaculate grid? They got one for basketball and football now too. But the, the baseball f- one is what blew up. The fuck is an immaculate grid? It's like Wordle for sports. It comes out one every day. And it's a grid, like it's three by three, right? So you got nine spots and it'll be two, two teams at the top in a two teams at the top and like an award and then three teams on the left. Think of like a, a, a graph, right? And so you got to match them up. So if like the top first one is like the Orioles and then the, on the rows and then the top on the vertical at the right here. So right here and right here is the Mariners. Then you got to pick a player who played for the Orioles and the Mariners. Ooh, and then, good luck. And in history, in the history, right? Mm, so they mm, do this every mm. day, and then they'll have one row that'll be like a that'll be like an award. So they'll say like uh, has three hundred strikeouts in their career, and then you have to mm. pick a player from that team that had three hundred strikeouts, and mm, it's mm. great. They just did it for basketball and football too. It's like the basketball one today was like the Timberwolves and the Pistons and the Clippers and something else. So you had to pick players that played for both teams in a grid. It comes out every day. It's super popular. Like really, it's like Wordle for sports fans. It's literally what it is. Mm-hmm. Bernie Williams. Bam. Bernie Williams. So, Yeah. Jane's like, I'm I'm an addict, bro. She throws him her chip and he's like, what the fuck is this? And she's like, it's my uh, four month chip. He's like, cool. Skylar goes to work on a weekend. She's now going in on Saturdays. And again, she's dressed real nice. You dress real nice today. And it seems to irritate Walter. And after she leaves, the phone um, rings. And Skylar's not there to answer. So Walt let it, lets it go to voicemail. And it's Marie uh, calling, looking for help from Skylar. So he answers the phone and comes over to Marie and Hank's house where she tells him about the turtle explosion. So, no, the turtle didn't make it, Brandon, and says Hank has basically been in bed ever since the incident. Uh, Walt goes into the bedroom and talks with Hank. And Hank's like, you know, Walt. Honestly, I think you're kind of a geek and you don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. And you haven't lived the life that I live. So I don't really feel comfortable talking to you about none of this shit. And Walter's like, you might be surprised to find out I know exactly what the fuck you're talking about. And we're looking at Walt like, what? Like you about to give yourself up? And Walt's like, I got cancer. A member? Before I had cancer, every day I was scared of life. 
But ever since I got cancer, I realized fear is my only enemy. Let me tell you something, Hank. You know the puffer fish, right? (laughs) Basically, Walter tells Hank to get up and kick that bastard fear as hard as you can in the teeth. Then he goes back over to Jesse's house with a new money counter and they count the money like 70, 85 times. And they find out that they're short on money. Jesse's happy. He's like, it's it's here flat. And Walter's like, who's short? And Jesse's like, it's it's Badger. He probably slept in today. He pulled an all nighter the night before. So, you know. Walt's like, well, call the nigga. Wake him up. You are not friends with them. You are their boss. Be a boss. Bufferfish. So, Jesse calls uh, Skinny Pete, and he's like, hey, look, bitch. Don't be holding out on me, yo. Tell me where he is. Every time he says yo, I still think about Skylar. My name is Skylar White, yo. My husband's Walter White, yo. (laughs) Such a fucking great line. Oh, shit. But they find out. Jesse finds out that Badger got arrested and that the other guys were scared to fucking tell him because, you know, he'll drop a fucking ATM on their heads if he finds out. Hank returns back to the DEA's office in Albuquerque. And as he returns back to that office, you can see the difference between where he was in Santa Fe and where he is in Albuquerque. Them niggas look at him like he's a fucking God. He's back to doing the same racist jokes, same stupid ass everything. And he's like, hey, you two, come in here and uh, tell me about what's been going on. And he finds out that Badger got arrested. And not only did he get arrested, but he got arrested with some of the blue meth. So Gomi and uh, Hank leave to go question him. And DJ Qual is like, you know, I used to be a kid once. We all made mistakes. Plus, you're white. I used to be the new kid. I used to be the new kid. I went to jail once. A guy taught me the thousand yards there. <laughs> I can help you get out of this. All you have to do is tell me who your dealer is. And Saul Goodman comes in and is like, yo, man, are you talking to him without a lawyer? Hey, man, are you talking to him without a lawyer? Like, how stupid are you? Shut up. Hey, get out. I'm his lawyer. Saul's all over the place making bad jokes, and he actually mixes bad drug with a different arrestee. Because that's really how Saul Goodman gets down. Like, he's just got so many fucking clients. As Jesse says later on, you don't want a criminal attorney. You want a criminal attorney. That was a great line. Yes. He literally said it the same way Jay-Z said, I'm not a businessman. I'm a business man. Like, Saul is a criminal attorney. And so, on his way out of the room, he runs into Hank and Gomi and tells them, look, man, y'all can't be talking to him without me being here. We might be able to work out a deal. You know, let me just check and see what's going on. Um... Walter and Jesse drive to Saul's office to find out about Badger's situation. And that's where Jesse, Walt's like, yo, we could have gotten anybody with money. And Jesse's like, yeah, we could have gotten anybody with money, but we want somebody who's going to get him off. He got my guy off. He got combo off like three, four times now. Like This nigga knows the streets. 
The screets. Basically, I love the fact y'all both said it. Because Jesse is convinced that Goodman is crooked enough to be perfect for their needs. So, Walter decides to act like he's Badger's uncle and meets with Saul. And Saul tells Walter that only two options are possible. The good one, the best case scenario, Badger rolls on his suppliers. Gets no time. Probation, time already served. He gets out, boom, he's fine. We can get him into witness protection. Walt, who is supposed to be this nigga's uncle, looks at Saul and says, what's the other option? (laughs) And Saul looks at Walt and says, the other option is he goes to jail, and I don't think he's built for it. He's not. Walt, who's supposed to be his uncle, is like, I will give you $10,000 to convince my nephew to go to jail. And then he starts coughing. So, uh, Saul uh, consoles his coughing. And it's like, yo, man, I, I'm not going to do that to him. I'm going to get the kid out. Like, I'm not taking the money. I'm going to tell him to go and rat his supplier out. We'll put him in witness protection. He'll be fine. Walt goes back out to the car and says Goodman wouldn't even take the bribe and even threatened to call the police. <laughs> so, Walt they decides to go out and... Hmm? They kept those same ski masks from the first time they stole the shit from yep. the damn warehouse. Yep, same fucking ski mask. They come and kidnap Saul after he gets off work that night. And they hold him a gunpoint near a shallow grave. And when they take the uh, the the fuck is it called? Not a bandana. Blindfold. They take the blindfold off his face and he sees it in front of a grave. He immediately asks, are you with the cartel? Are you with Lalo? Walton, Jesse, you're like, nah. We ain't with the cartel. They're like, but we will kill you. We went to jail. If Badger rolls on his supplier. And Saul is like, well, why don't you just kill Badger then if it's so important? That's an excellent question. And Walt is literally looking like, nigga, that's a good question. Jesse. (laughs) Oh, nigga, that's all you had to say. (laughs) Shit, nigga. Jesse, why are we killing Badger? Ain't nobody killing Badger. He said we can't kill Badger. Jesse flipped it and reversed it. And then, you know, I I actually reversed. I I said that shit. And then on one of my uh, episodes of Ratchet Book Club, I think I said that line and then I reversed it and it sounded great. What line? I put my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. It sounds fucking fantastic. Proud of myself. So, Walter, while threatening Saul, starts coughing, and Saul recognizes the fucking cough because it just happened to him earlier that day. And he's like, "Take, take off the mask. Take off the mask, bro. Like, is that you, Badger's uncle? Here, look." Like, y'all obviously don't know what you're doing. Look, give me a dollar. This nigga, hit, he didn't even say it like that, though. He said it the same way Jerome, when he was talking to Prince on pur- in Purple Rain, said it. Since you obviously don't know what it takes to be talented. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since you obviously don't know what it takes to be talented. Here, here's some tickets. <sighs> God. I I should not love Purple Rain nearly as much as I do. I I still feel bad about him throwing that girl in the trash can. A whole, whole ass <laughs> in the trash. Like literally, and then slam the dumpster on her head. You just made me giggle so much. But he's like, yeah, put a dollar in my pocket. 
And Jesse's like, all I got is a five. If you don't put that fucking dollar in my, if you don't put that five in my pocket. So he puts a five in his pocket and he's like, now y'all got attorney client privilege and we can talk. Since y'all ain't willing to kill Badger, somebody got to go to jail. It's literally a matter of who. So he comes up with a plan. And they cut back to Badger with Saul at his side being questioned by Hank and Gomi. And Badger tells him Heisenberg is like, I don't know, 50 or 70. Bald-headed man of medium height and weight. That's how black people get arrested, by the way. Accurate. Back in Saul's office, the lawyer tells Jesse and Walter about a man named Jimmy in and out <laughs> who will go to jail for a burger. I mean, for a price. Because Jimmy is institutionalized and prefers incarceration and has parlayed his interest into a money making scheme. And a buy has already been set up. So Walter and Jesse just need to provide $80,000. And they said $80,000 for what? And he said, without cracking a smile, 15 of it goes to Jimmy. The other 65 goes to me for a finder's fee. That's that gangster shit. Yep. And this the fucking thanks I get? So they set up the bus. He also needs a pound of meth. Badger sits on the same bench from the beginning, from the very first part of the episode. And Hank and Gomi are watching from across the street, trying to get it on camera. Same trucks are set up, same vans. Walter and Jesse parked several blocks away to watch the proceedings through binoculars. Problem is, a guy is supposed to sit down next to Badger, and then Badger makes the drug deal. But some rando white dude sits down next to Badger, and Badger's like, Is it you? Tell me, are you that somebody? A great song. It is. Not her best song though. It's 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 I think it's her best song. Um no. One in a million? Nope. Nope. Rock, that one rock the boat, nigga. Nope. No, not rock mm-hmm. the boat. Rock the boat's too sad. Mm-hmm. Four page leather? Mm-mm. Um, I love that beginning of four page letter. Um, she repeats because uh, Missy sang the reference track and she was literally talking to the what you call it about turning the headphones up. And Aaliyah just re- just repeated what Missy said during the reference track. We need a resolution. Hmm. Is it? No. No, I can't. I can't roll with that. And you know what I realized as you Try said again. that? As 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 you said that, I realized that's fine. Because everybody Not has a song. Oh, no, if your girl only knew. That is a good ass song. That's probably it. That's a good I know ass song. Okay. You know what I realized uh today while I was driving home from work? She also can't sing. Yeah, I realized oh, no, that sure. a long ass time ago. Yeah, very much so. Her, her and Brandy, they they used to say that the uh, that every time they went in to record, the engineer had to basic the engineer was basically the star of the show. Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I realized that a long ass time ago. But, but Brandy kind of learned over time. Her brother didn't. Um, Ray that nigga, sing. Nah, that sing nigga need, Brandy. That nigga needs one wish. No, Ray J can sing better than Brandy. You want to bet? No, no. What are y'all talking about? Ray J can sing better than her. Did you not hear Ray J at his verses? That in no. that fall, that falsetto is false as fuck, dog. Whoa, like his. Come on, man. 
But you can't tell me that one wish actually sounds good. No, I cannot. No, wait a minute. <laughs> that ain't even him singing, though. That's it's that's on him popping. No, what I'm saying is he's not really singing in that song. The DJ's rocking. Everybody's knocking. It's on tonight. Ray J's no. been around a long time. That song got to be at 20 years old or close to it. Hey, if that nigga spent less time with his uh, homeboy piano. Oh, I'm sorry. That was his brother. Piano. You can tell Brandy can't sing when she's on the song with Monica, who can actually sing. <laughs> can I talk to you one for wish, a minute? One wish, one wish. Can I talk to you for a I minute? Sound, I, sound, I sound better than you on your shit. That's Sammy talking to Ray J. <laughs> At their versus Sam, battle. Sammy, that ain't technically is not even a one hit wonder because does he have one hit? Hey, Sammy got vocals though. But does he have a hit? No. Sammy? Yeah. Uh yeah, Sammy got a hit. Is you sure? Yeah. Trust me, Nisha knows it. Yeah, Sammy got a hit. It was a, it's that one song. He's got one song. <laughs> one hit, one hit, but one is it hit. A, but is it a hit, though? I don't know. So as a reminder, this is how Ray J sounds on his song. He sounds like the chick from Mary Mary. That's how he sounded on the song, on the video. Here's how that nigga really sounded on the uh, verses. Wish to have a million bucks go. Well, I wish I don't be in love. Yeah, that's a long time later. Pretty baby. Wish it all on you. You know the only the only thing worse than that is um Carl Lewis, uh National Anthem Carl Lewis. That's a long time ago, though. I mean, that's a no, lot of time just passed. Now, I'm sorry. You're nah. supposed to get better over time. Exactly. You see, Cisco's voice changed. Cisco started. Does Cisco smoke too much? To keep we don't know. Voice. We don't know that Ray J don't smoke. We don't, but we know he didn't smoke that song. Some so yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm looking at Sammy's top songs and I don't recognize none of this shit. I don't think I don't think he got a hit. He's What's got that a song? hit. Yeah, that, I like it song. I like Sammy. it is a. I like it as a hit. You sure? I like it as a hit. Play, I like it, Rashad. Right, hold on, hold up. I'm I'm playing it right now. It's a hit. See, you know that song. Scar doesn't believe it. Sound like R. Kelly. I know it's Dallas Austin, but it sounds like R. Kelly. This is song Nietzsche likes. Why did he do a versus his raging? No, he was just there. So hard and so damn long, it's like a relay. Not by how you start, but how you finish. I don't know, girl, the, I don't know this song. It's a song about eating pussy till she squirts all over your face. Who did Ray J go to verses against? I think it was Mario or Omarion or somebody. Dope. Ray J was just oh, there Mar- and became a drive. No, 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 no. They, it was, it was, it was, um, it was Omarion and Mario. And they say Mario. I mean, rest of us, you know, outside of the Northeast say Mario. But that was, it was that versus. It was the Omarion versus Mario. Okay, yeah, that's a good versus. Mario smoked that nigga dog. Yeah, because Mario can sing. Yeah, they said they said that uh, you know, a lot of those B two K songs was actually sang by the dude who used to be in the uh, Force of D's. Mario, another nigga from Baltimore. Mario. I don't know why they say Mario. Fucking 
what you calling what you calling actually like New Yorkers actually say Mario about the character the the, the yeah. video game character but like yo the nigga actually says his name it's a me <laughs> Mario like what are we doing here his name is Mario It's Mario. He says himself, it's me, Mario. Is Mama call him Clay? I'm going to call him Clay. He called himself Mario. So when you call him Mario. I'm going to call him Clay. I didn't know, I didn't know Mario was um, from Baltimore. I thought he was from up north because they call him Mario. I just, I, I, every time I see that nigga, I'm just transfixed by his nostrils. Nah, dog. Ain't nobody got them nostrils like Kelly Price. Kelly he does. Kelly Price lost that weight, and the, and that nose stayed where it was. Yeah, that is true. It's not <laughs> her fault, though. It's not her fault. So, anyhow, did she, she like fake her own death or something like a, a, during COVID? Do not do that. No, like she like disappeared or something like that, and people thought she was gone. No. Uh, yeah, that did happen. I don't know if she faked her death, but she did disappear and then just popped back up. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she would have faked her own death. That that I mean, that's what they was. That's you know, that's what the internet was saying. You know? Yeah, for sure. But still, you know, hmm. the internet. The internet. So Badger is about to do a deal with the wrong person, and Walt is like, "Fuck!" That's the smartest thing Walt ever did. Go over there and stop that nigga. And Jesse's like, the DEA is right there. How the fuck we gonna pull this off without me getting arrested? And Walt's like, I'll take care of that. You go do that. Be be a puffer fish. You're the leader. Get them out of this. So Walter drives to the scene and drops Jesse off near the benches. And Jesse is walking over. But as Jesse is walking over, Walt bends the block and parks right alongside Hank's car blocking the surveillance while pretending to have spotted his brother-in-law randomly. Hank is a terrible fucking cop because why don't you realize that that Walt is a part of this shit? Like, well, why, why do you, you not? Why are you randomly here, Walt? During Exactly! This... And you know, Walt, you're bald-headed and you're between the ages of 50 and 70. And for some reason, you just happened to show up while we was looking for somebody who looks just like you. Are you that somebody? Tell me you're that somebody. If I let you go, you can't tell nobody. I'm talking about nobody. But Walt is like, okay, you want me to go? You want me to drive forward? You want me to go reverse? Like, I'm confused here. What do you want me to do? And Hank's like, just move. And he's like, I'm backwards, forwards. What do you want? What do you want me to do? What? Uh, what? 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 You are literally parked on the wrong side of the road just to talk to some cops. <laughs> <laughs> obstructing their view from what they are looking for who looks exactly like you. If nothing else, I'm taking you in for obstruction of justice. Or you parked on the wrong side of the street in the middle of the fucking road. Why are you here? You saw my blinker, bitch. It's like, I thought that was you. You saw him. Yeah, you might have saw Hank, but you saw Hank in a car full of people. One of them with a fucking camera. Hey, Hank, Hank, Hank. So me and Skyler, we were talking about you and Marie coming over for dinner. You know, I just wanted to check in on you. See how everything's going. Move. You're moving. You're moving. Like when? I'll help you back. Move your car. Oh, now? Bitch, you're under arrest. Obstruction of justice like a motherfucker. It's a risky gambit. I hope it plays out for you. <laughs> but it does work because Jesse walks quickly behind Badger and says, wrong bench. Badger says to um, 
the guy, oh, my bad, my bad, and turns to the other guy and is like, hey. That other guy wasn't like, hey, they literally were trying to talk to me. The cops didn't run over and was like, hey, man, we saw him talk to you. What did he say? Nothing like that at all. Because when they come back, Badgers turn to Jimmy in and out and they set up the deal and the bus goes down. So motherfucker. Problem is. Oh, and the same two trucks, same two vans pull up again. Problem is, Hank knows Jimmy ain't Heisenberg. Right. Later on that week, Walt's at school, grading another test, when Saul walks into his classroom. And Walt's like, the fuck are you doing here? And Saul's like, I have a private investigator. And it took him literally, he said it took three hours for him to find you, which means it probably took him an hour. (laughs) If I can find you, anybody can find you. And that's not good for you and it's not good for me. So if you want to avoid police detection and uh, growing the business, I suggest you hire me immediately. And if you want to make more money and keep the money that you make, you better call Saul. That's a cool gimmick. Brandon, I can tell you right now. Especially, especially, I mean, this is where, this is where everything changes. Exactly. This is 100% where everything changes. That was the moment everything changed. When the MCs came to live out the name. That's, that song is a bop. It is. That whole album is classic. I don't love it as much as most people. It's not in my top five. Okay, I need to know now. What's your top five? Top five Wu albums? Yes. I mean, it's going to be mostly Ghostface if we're being honest about this. I figured as much. Iron Man, Purple Tape, Tikal, Supreme Clientele. And we're talking about non-Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang albums. Non-Wu-Tang, Wu-Tang albums. I mean, I mean, yeah, Iron Man, Purple Tape, and I, th- these these are in order. Okay, these are in order. Iron Man, I got Iron Man over the Purple Tape. Iron Man, Purple Tape, Tikal, Supreme Clientele. It, it, it might be Bulletproof Wallets. Like that's. I told you, Ghostface is that's my shit. Wait, 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 wait. Give me those five again. Iron Man, Purple Tape, Tikal, Supreme Clientele, and it may be Bulletproof Wallets on the back end. You have Supreme Clientele and Bulletproof Wallets over Fish Scale? Yes. Oof. Brandon, you got anything? No. Scar, what's you your, said what's enough. Your, what's your albums? What's your what's your Wu Tang? What's your Wu Tang solo albums? Uh, no particular order. Um, Iron Man, Fish Scale, Liquid Swords. No, my last one is not Bulletproof Wallets. It's Dirty. Return dirty to the stuff. 36 Chambers. Yes, that's that's my five. That's my five. Um, nah. I like the purple tape more than I like Takao. Yeah, I, I, I have the purple tape over Takao. Takao is third for me. But, you know... I don't know. We're built different, I guess. You don't even like Zarface, so. Zarface got the powers and stuff. (sighs) But 
916-633-1537. Return to Oswald at gmail.com. You can also find us on bloodmethandtears at gmail.com. Scar's on Twitter at Scarfinger. Brandon's on Twitter at that cool black nerd. Black is spelled BLK. I'm on Twitter at Ratchet Book Club. You can uh, leave review for the show on Spotify. It takes like 13 seconds. You can also leave review for the show on Apple Podcasts. Copy and paste that into the Good Pods app. Copy and paste that into the Podchaser app. You can donate to the show at patreon.com slash single simulcast or on buymeacoffee.com slash sscast. You can buy us a drink. I'm sorry. I got a text message. I'm sorry. I missed it. That's me. Yeah, you just go ahead and finish up my lines. I'll be you today. No, we good. You can also uh, go to the Good Pods app and leave a tip in the tip jar. And then just a tip. I feel bad for doing that. Like, like it's not my thing. It's not my place. I I don't know. I I got a text message, and like, so I'm like looking at the text message. I'm like, uh, what's going on here? Um, so yeah, I was distracted. That was my fault. It's okay. Thank y'all so much for listening. We greatly appreciate it. Y'all be good. We're gonna holler at you later. Peace. Peace out. Simulcast.